Hi everybody, this is Dr. Gina Nelson here for the fourth episode of Real OBGYN. This time we're covering moving toward a new normal. Um, I'm recently back from two weeks of pandemic rotation duty. And for us up here in the uh, Rocky Mountain Northwest, it isn't, it isn't what it is elsewhere. It isn't what it is in New York City or anything like that. It's actually more of an exercise in preparation um, and drilling in case there is another wave. And we, of course, have had the benefit of learning from everything that's gone down on the East Coast and in Europe. So at this point, I would say steady as she goes, but um, it's not over until it's over. On that note, um, we are all aware that um, a return to normal is, is not going to be normal. Our thoughts are that it will be a new normal, that there'll be things that we have to continue to do to make sure that uh, smaller respikes don't occur um, or, or, God forbid, worse. Um, when we uh, go back to business as usual in the restaurant business um, and at the hospital for elective surgeries and all of that, we'll have to do so in a measured fashion. We'll have to continue to observe all of the recommended precautions. For example, um, ordinary citizens will, will probably want to continue wearing masks in public, will continue to social distance. I don't think anybody in their right mind is going to, to move back from all of the hand washing and sanitizing that we've all learned. Um, we might even be able to impact um, the mortality and morbidity of the flu seasons if we keep some of these um, measures in place going forward. Um, so it will be a new normal and things will have to be phased in gradually and we'll have to be responsive to any respikes that might occur. Um, other things I wanted to mention, um, there's another side to this. I've, I've seen uh, a lot of people talking about um, the family time that they've had. I've seen a lot of people um, talking about a slower pace of life. Um, there, there is, on the other side of it, a lot of isolation, but people have found ways to connect with one another. And in fact, they have reached out to others, um, perhaps that they should have reached out to earlier. Uh, older people, um, shut-in people, people who are far flung or isolated in other ways. And that's, that's been a really positive thing. Um, so there will be some things that we keep from this pandemic lesson going forward. Um, I think um, that we have to do better with vaccines and vaccine education. Um, we have to learn um, or relearn, in some people's cases, how to cook at home. Um, we need to uh, understand that general wellness uh, really bears on how well the population will withstand uh, a virus like this. And we have to be much, much more mindful about uh, common disease processes like diabetes and heart disease, because these are the populations that have fared the absolute worst. Um, and in particular, the people of color who have diabetes and hypertension. And so these things deserve a great deal of attention alongside uh, the search for a vaccine, or rather I should say the development of a vaccine. Um, in other, um, other thoughts uh, here are that we're gonna really have to be mindful as a scientific community and as an educated lay community about the anti-science sentiment in our country. 
This is in direct contradistinction to um, the communities in, in other countries. I think the anti-science sentiment in our country is particularly strong and it manifests in a number of ways. And I think you have to be on the watch for it at all times. I think you have to uh, engage in uh, respectful conversations with people who are COVID deniers. Yeah, there are COVID deniers and people who are anti-vaccination. I mean, I think the devil's in the details and you have to talk to people about their concerns. Um, you will find a lot of conspiracy theorists. And I mean, you know, I have to say there's some conversations in which it's worth engaging and some that are simply not. Um, but be mindful going forward. And I think if all of us do our part in those conversations, it won't be so onerous for, um, you know, county health boards to deal with things. Uh, I think though, um, we have to remember that more science is better than less science. And although science isn't perfect, it has to move forward. And it would be better for all of us if we brought the level of a science interest and engagement up across the board. It would help us during times like this to deal with it and to understand what the people on the front lines are going through. So that would be my message for you this week. As always, I would direct you toward your local um, city and county boards of health. And I would, as always, uh, invite you to read on cdc.gov. It's, it's very well done. It's, uh, it's not uh, heady reading by any means, uh, and it's always of interest. And it's a measure, a yardstick for you to compare everything else against that you read. So that's it for me this week. I'm on my furlough week. Um, be safe. Take care. Bye.